Hi everyone, welcome back to Thoughtful Intentions. I'm your host, Fiona Winch, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Anna Primish. And before we get started, I just want to say if anyone is new here, I highly recommend going and listening um, after this (laughs) to the last episode I did with Maddie McKay. It was called Let's Flip the Script, and I just think it's a great introduction to the podcast. So if you're new and you want to know more about what this is all about, it's great. Maddie interviews me. She does so well. Check that out after this. Okay. Anna is a law student at Georgetown University Law Center. She had zero desire to go to law school until she somehow wandered into the most competitive law school application cycle in history. And with that, please welcome Anna Primish. Hi, Anna. Hi, Fiona. How are you? <laughs> Good. I missed you. I know I missed you too. Is this a long day of law school right now on your face? <laughs> It's a long day of interning. The grind never stops. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yes. Anna and I are chatting on a, what even day is it? Tuesday evening? Okay. Um, I woke up this morning and forgot. I could not figure out what day it was. I was so disoriented, but um, I'm very happy to have you here. For context for everyone listening, Anna and I have known each other since the fifth grade. We did Susical the Musical together. Um, that was my first show at MTC. Mine too. Yours too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I distinctly remember your costumes and like being in the dressing room together. And like, <laughs> but also, we kind of crossed paths in the Irish dance world. Yeah, we both gave it up. Same time. No, which feels like. So- a very very distant memory for me now of us like bonding over that but for some reason I just was remembering it earlier um yeah so there's that too what a fun time yeah fifth grade yeah yeah so Anna you haven't performed in a while but you had a pretty full circle moment recently you're in law school now and you did Legally Blonde at (laughs) Georgetown I mean how much fun was that I'm so sorry you couldn't see it um, it was, well, there's video of it. Don't worry. I'll show you. <laughs> um, it was so much fun. It was the, like the last thing I thought I'd do. The last thing I'd ever do again. I hadn't done a show since like 2012. Um, Is it, has it really been that long? Yeah. Not since Cabaret. Wow. It was like the other end of the spectrum, like very dark. Yeah. And I didn't ever think I'd get to law school. Like it was a whole other thing. And then I happened to go to the one that like really totally randomly has, um, a theater group that actually, um, did you ever have Rosie as a voice teacher? Yes, I did. Okay. So yeah. So one of our voice teachers named Rosie, she was this like really cute little old lady. I forget. I think I had her. Oh my God. She's so funny. Like her hair. Yeah. Like early high school, I think. And at that point, I, I never wanted to do theater professionally. I loved it like as a passion thing, but never wanted to do professionally. And one of my lessons, she was like, oh, you know, there's ways to like, you know, do it as an adult, which is true. And she's like, for example, like this place called, you know, Georgetown Law has this theater troupe called the Gilbert and Sullivan Society. And I was no like, way, way, way. That's yeah. so random. Because she just knew about it. And I was like, oh, interesting. And like, I thought it was just giving context. And then I ended up in it because it's a really big school and it like has the people and the resources to do it. It's really random. And this year will be their 50th season. Wow. Yeah. Rosie planted that seed so early for you. Look, Rosie knows. So. That's crazy. I ended up doing that. That's so much fun. Did you miss it at all? Like, were you like, oh, I did. I did. It was really fun. 
it was really fun. It helped me like be a person outside of school, even though the show is about law school, it's like fake. Yeah. Um, so it really helped me like to have something outside of it just to be a human and like interact with people about something that wasn't like school or academics. Um, it was so fun and it was so amazing. Um, all our friends who were local in DC, they came the second show and they came and they sat in the front row and like, <laughs> like right at me. And yeah. like one of our friends, Rachel, like, like illegally recorded a lot of it. I, just, <laughs> I have this on video, but thank you. Um, it was just really fun experience to have after all this time. It was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think the people are going to want to know how does <laughs> law school actually compare to the way that Elwood describes it? Um, well, a couple things. Um, okay. Well, okay. First, first of all, you know how. Okay, musical and the movie are a little bit different. Um, but you know how in. Um, okay, so the musical. Have you you've seen it or seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Um, in the musical, <laughs> Warner and Vivian um, get engaged like beginning of second semester of one L after like and like they when they find out that they both got like an internship, it's posted on the board, and he's like, "Oh, perfect timing," and propose and like every the ensemble was like watching. I'm backstage. I said to someone, I was like, "If someone did that in real life, like one else, like I got into this thing." People get into things all the time. It was like, oh perfect time to propose in the common area like nobody would let them live that down like I would stay <laughs> so far away from those weirdos like that's the most like self-absorbed like, like that doesn't happen yeah um like that's just kind of weird um the other thing well well first when I like saw Lee Blonde I was like there's no way that she could have like decided to go to law school that fast of a timeline because it's like your spring yeah yeah that's exactly yeah. except until you did it <laughs> Right, because she's like, oh, your seniors, like senior spring will be ruined. It's like with the idea of being like she's in college. I didn't go straight from college, but I was like, oh, it's so unrealistic. Turns out can be done. That is kind of what I did. Um, I didn't go okay. hand. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for this? I think we're ready for this. You want to yeah. walk us through this absolute whirlwind? So, <laughs> so you didn't. Um, I, did you really have zero desire to go to law school? Um, not like I didn't want to. I felt like a lot of people were like, oh, you should. And I'm like, this sounds terrible. And I really didn't plan on it. I really okay. want a master's in public policy. Um, I should right. also give context. Like I am very like my both my parents went to law school and are attorneys, so I'm very privileged to have like that background. Um, they don't pay for it. Um, nor they should have to pay for it. I pay for mm-hmm. it. Um, but in just in terms of having knowledge of that world, and also like they're very supportive, but they're also like I was never pushed into it. And they're like, right. this is a very challenging world. And it's kind of boring sometimes. But it is like, I mean, that's valuable to to see it and to know that it's possible and to yes. know like the steps it takes to get there should you choose to explore that option. Yes. And it was yeah, nice to have. I honestly think, I mean, I think emotional and like cognitive support is like the most mm-hmm. important thing, especially because like, like I can talk about this later, but like school will like literally pay, f- like they'll, it, they'll give you there's so much money on the table from the school it's like no one has to pay for it so it's like not you not the government not like your parents there's ways of doing it so like I had a ton of like emotional like support from that which is really nice that's good um yeah okay so yeah I want to get a master of public policy because I still want to go into public policy right um, and you were like working in like the political sphere 
I was, I was. So that has always been consistent. Never like a lot of people, it's like cliche, they then go to law school, like that's kind of a thing. And I was like, this seems unnecessary. It's a long time. It is an investment of like time and money and like your brain. So I just don't want to do it. So I was looking at like MPP programs. What's MPP? Oh, sorry, Master of the Public Policy, which is like okay. that kind of vibe. It's very like numbers and quantitative, which is like meh. So basically, I had it mulling around in my head and uh, I applied, I was like, took the GRE, which is like the exam for like general grad school, like for a lot of things, mm-hmm. like to twice, 2020, also pandemic. And I was at home. But like, did you, st- I mean, doesn't that take a while to study for? Um, I will say yes and no, not okay. like the LSAT. It's a lot easier because it's like math and like reading comprehension. A okay. lot of it was hard because it was like high school math. And I was like, this is stupid. Okay, so a lot of math stuff. Yeah, <laughs> recall. So yeah, I did that. And then pandemic hit and I was applying to MPP programs and it was like, I had been, so I moved home during a pandemic, like most of us did for a hot sec. And, um, I was applying to programs and I noticed like, so a lot of MPP programs that like will offer like a four-year dual law school degree, JD degree. And I was like, oh, like, and a lot of those programs you could apply to law school with the GRE. I recommend that. And I was like, oh, like, why not just like add on an application? Like, what's the harm? Like, I still want to do MPP, but like, it just feels better to broaden the boat. <laughs> and then, um, since December, 2020, a top school for MPP I really loved, really wanted to go, um, was Harvard for their MPP program, not their law school, just their okay. MPP. I was like super into it and researching it forever. And the, app- the application was due like on day in December and I had work all day and I thought it was due at 11.59 PM. I had it ready. I just want to prove it one more time. And I forgot to. <laughs> no, I missed, I missed it. I missed it. And I was like, Oh, oh my no. God. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, and now like, I emailed them and they were, I was like, oh, I forgot. I have a good reason. They're like, oh, what is it? And I was like, I forgot. And they're oh, like, my God. I know. You just like kicking yourself. I was, but that was the beginning in a very long series of like, who's like the housewife, real housewife who said like, no, it's a man's rejection. No, a man's rejection is God's protection. It's like, a, an academic Ooh. rejection yeah I don't know who said like a ma- an academic rejection is just like a great redirection like it was just a series hmm. of like, things like going weirdly or going wrong actually ended up being really good for me and now it's like like my family's favorite thing to tell about me like I just forgot um I mean that's like pretty <laughs> iconic <laughs> um so then my I- mom would be so mad she'd be like what do you mean you know what it saved me like a hundred dollars of a fee that's me. true so, like, I was like you know what it's fine so then I was like, okay, but as I was applying, I was like, oh, I kind of like law school better. And then I was like, also, I randomly just like, it's not on purpose. Um, like me, everyone and their brother decided to go to law school in 2020 for several obvious reasons. Um, and so there's also pandemic, like Black Lives Matter, like RBG dying, like Trump, like everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a massive influx of applications. I didn't know that. I just decided to go at the same time. So I'm seeing online, like a lot of like waitlist action was happening. People were like, really good scores weren't getting in. I should also say I have like, no, they're fine. I'm in the bottom quartile of undergrad grades. I was just seeing actually that Harvard got bumped out of the top three for law school. Yeah. It's just like, it's all numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. So like I, my grades undergrad weren't like, they're like, okay, but like 
it's a lot of great inflation. So I was like, hey, I was like, that's, that wasn't strong for me. So I was like, I was like in January, I was like, hmm, I should be all sad. And I had just moved to DC, like 2021 post, not no, post pandemic, just moved like a new phase in the yeah. pandemic. Like I'm inside. Cause you were at home for a while. At home for a while. And my roommate was like, are you crazy? And I was like, you know, like I should just learn to do the LSAT. And in three months, um, I studied for it. Okay. And- but okay. But we need a pause because a lot of people say that they want to like take the LSAT or study for the LSAT, yeah. but it's really just impressive that you just actually sat down and did it. I did it. Um, I did it. I will like, say, is that like a, qual- is that just like a quality of yours that you just like decide to do something and you do it? Um, I would say so. I'm saying I'm like, I'm probably annoyingly persistent. I'm not always successful. Um, but I kind of was like, okay, like I need to do this. And like, at the end of the day, it was like, I need to try. I need to try. And I was like, I, you know, I, if I want to get in or even reapply for the next year, I was like, I need Nelsat. The whole applying with Jerry thing is like, they allow it, but it's really not that like substantive. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. like worth it. Step two of the whole redirection thing. Um, I don't know if I still do it online, but at the time, because the pandemic, it was online. So I took it in my parents' basement. It was pretty short. So this online. is when they like watch you, right? It's horrible. It was so weird. Um, like some random person watching you. And so I had a bathroom. Through the camera. Through the camera. And you can't yeah. see them, but they can see you. That's so creepy. Bath- yeah. I had a bathroom break. And when I came back, I was supposed to like show them like, but like, like my wrist and like, you know, make sure you didn't have like a phone or something with me. I was like, Hey, I'm back. Like, boop, boop, boop. like, and like, I didn't hear, I didn't hear anyone say anything over the camera. I was like, Hey, like I'm back. Like I want to restart my test. Like, hello, hello. Turns out my proctor had been gone for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Where? I don't know. She left the internet. She just like, she left. How is that allowed? Well, it's like a third party contractor that LSAT like contracts out to. So like they wouldn't do it, but the third party just like dipped. Oh was, my God. I was like, Oh no. Well, so like, you didn't even have the test available in front of you. It was like sh- I had, that person had to restart it for you. Like you can just keep taking it. I had the test, but there was no one watching me for that point for an hour. And oh, I was it like, wouldn't matter. I was like, there, I, I was like, it's going to be invalid. Like I freaked out. And like, I'm sure this. So like <laughs> I called the company and when you call them, they send you an audio recording. I still don't listen to it. It's me crying, but help me. Um, <laughs> no. Like 45 minutes and they got me someone new and like okay here's someone new just restart it I was so shaken I was like are you kidding me I restarted it. I finished it and I was just at the end it's like collapsed and I was like this is I, I how horrible is gonna be and wait I have a I have a question quickly yes. what is like the security like on taking a test like that at home realistically like can they actually see everything you're doing they I think they can if they paid attention so before you started you have to take some I've heard some colleges doing this. I don't think they have the money to do this this much, like for every student taking a test. But basically, they um, like my law school exams are remote. They don't do this. Um, but you take your computer at the beginning and you like turn it around the room, like rotate it, so they can see if there's like someone hiding under a desk, and like mm-hmm. you have to have a mirror to like show there's no one like right behind you. Huh. I suppose if yeah, if someone was really quiet and like snuck in during the exam while they won't be seen, you that you could pull it off or like. You could like, I don't know if you. It's not me condoning this behavior. I'm just very curious. No, (laughs) could probably pull it off if you tried really hard, but like, um, like. But then you would like fail law school anyway, so it doesn't matter. Maybe if you pull (laughs) underneath like tape underneath your table, like they could probably be like, "What do you?" They could probably hear that. So like, the idea is like interesting. Yeah. So she's gone. My mom was like, "I was." She's like, "Okay." 
things go wrong, there has to be a backup date. And so she was like, let's find out the backup date. And I was like, these again, are you kidding me? She like, like pulled out like all her guns, like not, not literally, but like, she just like, she like, she, like was with me as I was on the phone. I was like, um, this happened to me. And like, it turns out it happens. Like it sucks. It happens all the time. All people. What? Like the internet goes out, like the proctor like dips. And I was like, this is not. That's crazy. Not as all severe as mine. Like sometimes just like five minutes, but luckily mine was severe enough. They're like, okay. This is like in April. Um, right before I turned 25, April, like a 10 day. 20. Yeah. No, 2021. 2021. Next, they're right, like right. 10 days. There's a backup date. There's one backup date. Here you go. I was like, do I have to study more? Like, what do I do? I didn't really study more, but I was like, okay, this is it. I was so paranoid of it happening again. And I took, it didn't happen again. It didn't happen again. Thank God. I did mm-hmm. it and I crushed it. And I was just Yay! like, oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I would have done that well if I had. The, the first time, time, the first score. And isn't it like if you take it more than once, it kind of works against you a little bit? Um, they So you can only take it to like total three times. I think they say it's not supposed to count against you. I think they want to see growth. Maybe if you like keep on taking it and you, you flatline or you decrease, then it would count against mm-hmm. you. But mine didn't count. Like they can only see the At all. They yeah. couldn't see my issue. Yeah. So um, I was like, okay. Wow. Yes. And then we get to step three. This is April, right? So okay. most people in my class, like most of my friends already knew by this point, they had deposits on apartments, like they knew it was happening. Maybe they were like deciding between this and another school. Maybe they were still waiting on a wait list. But this point, I was on wait list at Georgetown. And Georgetown um, got the most applications in US history. It had like 14,000 applications. Yeah. So my wow. cycle, one in every five law school applicants applied to Georgetown, which makes sense. It's a good location. It's a really, it's like the biggest law school. It has like, my class is like 561 people. It's really big and it has resources like to do stuff like that. So and like, but Georgetown seeing this, they've been really picky with their wait list. Like they didn't admit as many people as normally and they went a lot from the wait list. And I was like, all right, it's like late April, have my score. I'm like, okay, school starts in four months. I was like, (laughs) it was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to email them every single (laughs) <laughs> every single morning no god no that would have been, that been too much okay every every, every, every week okay because they did ask for like help once a month they asked for the, us to check in and be like hey you want to know like are you still yeah. interested so it's like I took that as a sign I was like hmm, if they want every month I can do every week and yeah. so I'd write a little Friday email being like good morning like I'm still here and the and like and every couple of weeks I'd have another big, big round of cuts and I every every cut round they'd also take people. I'd be like, okay, is this my time to shine? They, oh I would my god! It wouldn't get cut. And what I did I was was like, there like a Facebook form or somewhere where you like knew what was happening? Like you could see um, the people getting cut and admitted yeah. and stuff. I swear I'm not like a man living in my mom's basement, but Reddit, Reddit <laughs> is a spot for like law school like intel. That's if so funny. Bored? Like ask maybe Rachel about it. Like maybe she's like go on it. It's people yeah. will take way too seriously but it was helpful because like I didn't even count I just like you can go on it as public yeah public. yeah and people would just like be like this happened this like I got cut and we put like there's stats you can kind of know like who's getting cut like I do uh, just picture you like in the basement in the dark like scrolling through reddit like at 2 a.m <laughs> yeah just like searching for answers um and this helped me I th- I, I think this is what got me in it cost me a little bit of my sanity but when I said I framed it, I was like, this is, I was like, this is what's going to happen. I looked it up. I, I was very persistent. And at the, I was like, at the end of this, I don't get in. I'll just reapply. Be fine. I have a good LSAT score. 
I looked up when their deposits were due. It was like July 26. I was like, okay, at that point, there will be people who don't show up. People who like, oh yeah, I'm coming, but they didn't pay tuition. So they're not coming. Mm-hmm. I was like, that should be an inflection point. Because at this point by July, I was like, all right, I need to move on with my life, which is fine. I was like, okay, I need, like, it's like truly like being strung along by a man, but it's a school. I'm like, I'm literally, again, now my picture of you in the basement has developed. Like I see a cork board and I see like, you know, the string attaching the images. You're like, I have a okay, folder this is all the, the emails date. I sent, like printed out. Like, <laughs> of, like, taking, like literally it's insanity. So I was like, like okay. I take back that question I asked earlier where I was like, is this a quality of yours? Like, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, but I think what helped me was like, I was like, this is my mantra in law school. Like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, it's not a reflection on me. It's a wild year. It's not like, also help, this wasn't like a lifelong dream of like, because some people, you know, like, since they're five, they're like, I'm going to yeah. be tax attorney. I've met those people. They're amazing. It wasn't me. So I think it's really liberating actually to yeah. do that. Yeah. Because it was my destiny. So, what I did cost me my sanity, but got me in was I framed myself. I was like, all right, you're going to have people drop off. Guess who lives in DC? I already lived in DC. I was like, I already live here. I'm not deposited anywhere else. So I don't, it's not like, you're going to be like, oh, we love her, but oh uh, shoot, she already signed a lease in Chicago. Like, you know, I'm not going to like bait and switch you and be like, oh, well, yeah. I was like, I'm here. I was like prostrating myself. I was like, I'm ready. Just like take, I was like, I'm ready. So I knew they need someone, they would need people last minute who could make that commitment to switch. And, um, and it worked July 28th. I got you, you. So you were on the wait list this whole time, this whole time classes yeah. started August 30th. I got an email on July 28th being like, are you still interested? And I was like, yes, July 30th at like 6 PM. They let me in. Wow. And I threw my laptop across the room, oh, but, no. I but I was just like, Whoop! and I was just like, Oh no. And my boss was super supportive. I was going to say at this point, did you have an, like another plan that you were just kind of like, this isn't probably not going to happen. My plan was to stay at my job and then to reapply for the next year. Honestly, right. I have the re- not half the reason. I really wanted to get in because I didn't want to have to. I hate applying to things. I hate it. I hate it more than anything. I hate cover letters. I it hate takes it. I so it. much mental energy. Yeah. So I just really didn't want to have to do like essays again and things like that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I don't get in by August, I should start in August, like re-upping my applications. So mm-hmm. I got so lucky. You didn't have to waste any time doing that. So that was a plan. So July 30th hits. I just like, you did my computer across the room. I <laughs> footage of it and I read my acceptance email like on the ground so I was like I didn't pick up my computer um and that was July 30th and then I had to finish up work and then I had a week between work ending and orientation and this is where I think my insanity started to set in because started (laughs) (laughs) um I think I'm just kidding (laughs) well the part I think the one part that like I'm I'm so glad it worked out for me and I think it's just been like incredible experience it has been hard not having a break. Like I know some people continue to work up until school like I did for money, for like boredom, for whatever reason, but they knew they were going for longer and they could be like, just, it's so much fun. Like I've seen TikTok about this, like telling people you're going to law school is so much more fun than actually being in law school. (laughs) I didn't have a lot of time where I was like, I'm going to law school before I got there. I was like, this is hard. So not having a mental, like an adjustment period was hard. And I like, haven't had one, like my time, like we have a, a decently long winter break. My winter break was longer than the amount of time I have between getting in and starting classes. Like it just that is crazy. Right. And I mean, it was doable. I'm so glad I did it. And I should also say like, literally nothing ever hurts to ask, like maybe limited situations, but like literally when they let me in, they were like, we have no money. And I emailed them and I was like, do you have money? And they're like, here's money. And I was like, okay. Like 
Tyler really? Right. I think it was just like, like they just hadn't bothered to change. The, I don't know, like to look or maybe their the money situation had changed. I was like, if I hadn't asked. Right. So that happened. And I literally just, like, I just barreled straight into law school. And I definitely had a lot of anxiety at the beginning. So I was like, I was like, it's not imposter syndrome. I was like, because I know I belong here, but I was like, I don't know. I was like, my brain was just in a different spot. I was like, oh, my project, I had projects that I had for work for three years. Like that's my baby. And I was like, okay, bye. I was like, okay, how's that going? And like, that's like a, that's like a a huge adjustment. Yes. And I was listening to um, your friend Rachel's podcast about law school motherhood. And I have so much respect for her because I, I, I've thought this a lot. Like, um, like I've been single throughout law school, but like, like long before law school too, I cannot imagine having a re- like a relationship in law school or his first year, much less like a baby, because the idea of having anything that you need, anything that anyone that demands your attention in a way that's like, you can't put off. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that. Like I was like, like anything you can't, I, I need to hold tight for like a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I truly don't know how. Yeah. Like, does it? yeah, I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky to have like parents like got it when I kind of just like dropped off the face of the earth for periods at a time. I was lucky that like all my close friendships are, were and still are in really good places where I didn't need to put air kind of like maintenance mode. I didn't need to put in like a ton of like work for my existing friendships. Right. And so it allowed me like build friends in school, but also just like, I wasn't at a point where I was like, you know, like, uh, like, like a turning point for anything where you need to like, okay, I need to put the time into this friendship or anything. So I don't know how people do it. Like having anyone who would be like, or anything that'd be like, I need you to do this. And I, you can't not, I'd be like, you just, it's just hard. Yeah. Um, I forget Rachel talked about this, but the probably one of the like toughest parts of law schools have the curve. And it's not just the fact that it's like there's set amounts people can get every grade. It's that you're competing with each other. Right. And like, the, like the test score curve. Yeah. So like my success comes at someone else's like. So do people get cut every year? They don't get cut. I think at like really it's just like territory schools they do here. They don't. The lowest you can get is a B, which sounds so weird. It's like, oh, because it is good. What? Yeah. But here's the thing. You could like put your whole back into it, learn it really well and like get like a good like you knew it. You get a B worth. But then someone who like didn't do anything will also get a B. And there's like thresholds mm. above for like A, A minus, B plus, but there's only like, like 17% of people in every class and get like an A. 20% of people can get an That is so bizarre. Right. So like it's dumb and like you yeah, it's hard because yeah, again, like if you do well, it it's because someone else had to do like less well. And it's like it sucks. Yeah. So I think that's the hardest part. Um yeah. Does what, like what surprises you the most about this? Also, like, I want to know what you, I know you said public policy, but specifically what kind of you pictured for yourself before this journey and like how that's changed. Hmm. Um, I think I, I kind of want to do the same stuff. I just think that this opens up the ability. Like I can, like, I've like a lot of my like mentors, like, like do you want to be an attorney? Not in a practice at all. Like a lot of people I look oh, up okay. to, including like, like my mom, like other people, like, Okay. First of all, my mom and I have a list. This is really unfortunate of like women we know, um, who or attorneys and then like stopped to either like be full-time moms or just something else. On one hand, it's like, live your dream, pursue your passions. And the other hand, it's like, oh, it's really demanding like profession. Yeah. But I also have so many people I know who like still work in the policy field. They just don't practice. Like they, their bars okay. are fired. Like stuff like it that. It just like helps. Right. Their, like, you still right. like 
but I, what I would like to do is like be counsel to a congressional committee um, or like work for a trade association or something like that. Um, I'm interning in an, an executive branch right now, which is great. So the, it just has- Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, your, yeah. your long title. Wait, is wait, this, I don't think is this secret? The secret title. <laughs> is this a secret? Yeah. Dang it's it. It's not like a like secret, like someone's going to kill me, but like. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep it under wraps. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have any like secret information. I just have like secret titles. Um, but yeah, it's like stuff that like, it's just, it's not, I mean, it's law, but it's law adjacent too. So yeah, the goal, um, the more you can like understand the law yeah. in general will yeah. really help you. Yes. Um, I hear the first question was I'm like, oh, just like what surprised you now that you're in it? What surprised me? Um, what surprised me was how like honestly it broke me out of like a thought bubble I think like because I've lived here my whole life like you've lived here most of my I life. was thinking about that actually about asking you about that of just I, the bubble I, we grew up in I still love being in like an east coast like elitist snob like mm-hmm. we all are um <laughs> like I just like but um you just like meet people from like different backgrounds but like thought thought processes and mm-hmm. you're like, hmm, don't agree with that but like interesting reactions it just it's your right. reminder of like the world is a vast tapestry and we have to live in it and like yeah whatever your thought processes are you're like cocoons like the world's not all like that and there's a lot of very smart people with different ideas and different ways of looking at things is this that- specifically at georgetown though because you've been in dc for a minute uh, I think, I think law school specifically, I think law school. Yeah. Um, okay. So being in this school, even though you're still in DC is exposing you to more schools of thought. It sounds like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that kind of surprising? Cause I, I mean, I remember going back home and, um, now more than ever realizing what a bubble we grew up in and, yeah. like feeling grateful for that in a way and also feeling like it's taking me more time to adjust <laughs> to the rest of the world and like you know in our current climate it's a lot so um I just imagine it's either jarring or interesting or both sometimes what's that yeah I would, so I think that, so all my professors are pretty much like on the same thought wavelength as me and like most people. Um, so it was less like having like a professor like enlighten you with like different schools of thought. A lot of it was just different reading, like reading different perspectives. It was weird because like, I think you and I probably both like don't really like a lot of Scalia's um, thoughts or outcomes. Mm-hmm. But a lot, sometimes you'd like read a dissent or like read like the thought process behind like a minor case, like not something that's going to like affect someone's like human rights or dignity, like a, like a, like a, like a unrelated case, like a, mm-hmm. about when is a deadline to like apply for a loan? Is it 12th? Is it December 30th or December 31st based in the text? And you like read his dissent and you're like, oh, this makes sense. Like, it's unfortunate. It's so, um, you're just like, oh, I don't like your other outcomes, but I'm like, Oh, I can kind of see how this makes sense. I don't like it, but like, um, it's you consistent. Do you feel like since you're reading so much more deeply, I guess, in this way, 
does it frustrate you when you like see the news cycle and you hear people talking about things and you're like, you don't even like understand the half of what's happening or bold of you to assume I read deeply. <laughs> um, there's a lot of reading and sometimes you're just like, eh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think so. I you are getting a lot more context than the average person. I would say, yeah, I would say, I think, and like seeing a bigger picture yeah. and also the nitty gritty details. Yeah. And it's crazy how like, um, like my con law class, which is really interesting. Like I found it pretty straightforward because I found, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a push, like kind of the same, like along the same vein as that. Mm-hmm. But if, for a lot of people, it's their hardest class because if you didn't take that, I'm like, oh, but like that was kind of like, you know, so I think there's more need to be more like civics in schools. And like, obviously most people know what the three branches are, but like beyond that, like you don't have really a chance to like become mm-hmm. like an informed citizen and it shouldn't take like a really expensive law degree to do that. Yeah. Um, one thing that was really interesting, kind of unfortunate. So the common law class I took this semester was not like the individual rights stuff. It was more just like institutional branches, checks and balances, like how, like, like, like schoolhouse rock kind of stuff. Um, but the row decision was like leaked like three days before my common law final. Really? So it wasn't the same common law. Yeah. It wasn't that, it wasn't that, but it was like, oh man, I went to the Supreme court, like steps, like the day after it happened for a little bit in between studying and it was frustrating because like um I was just like oh this this is rough and you're kind of just like waiting for a shoot a drop for the actual decision to happen but I was like it was distracting while studying and you're just like you envy like you know people like guys or just people who don't care about it or they're excited by it right oh cool and they go back to studying I was like honestly I was like what is the point of like the law I'm like people just this dude just changing it like you talk about that stuff like when it's happening so in um, in conversations with friends and stuff, by that point, we had been done with classes and um, it was just into reading days and the exams. So I do think if we had been in classes, our professors would have addressed it less for like the shock value of it or like, oh, leak or whatever, but just like the legal reasoning behind right. it. A lot of stuff that's at stake. And it's like, it's not just like, I think this was wrong. It's like a whole line of thinking that's kind of like in the balance. You're just like, oh, like if a couple people can be like, like sit on their hands, I mean, like, I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to change it. And then you change it. It's like, what is the point of like looking at the law and like committing it to like memory or just like ingraining it so much. If it's just going to be like a flip and a dime. The whole point is that everything's supposed to evolve from each other. So it's definitely a little moment of cynicism. And I was just like, which is sometimes I'm just like, I want to like sit by a pool and look pretty and like have no one talk to me. Like, I think that a lot, like honestly, you get like a little jaded just by Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's exhausting. You're, you're, like you said, this is a huge influx of people who have gone for law school now in this time because of the times that we're living in. But I imagine that that's exhausting. It is. I mean, also part of it is like I am very aware and kind of embracing it. it like I'm an extremely cliche person. Like I have, you know, a picture of LB, not LBJ. It's wrong person. <laughs> RBG. Wait, what did um what was the nickname that Sophie gave her? Oh, our friend Sophie was like Ralph Bader Ginsburg. She rested me. Yeah. Oh my god. She felt so bad. I know. Um. So now we call her Ralph. But yeah, a picture of Ralph on my. You know, like I love. Right. You said you said that you're down to embrace cl- cliches. Oh. What is that? What What did you mean by that? Like, if you're just a really basic white girl, just like as long as you're not hurting anyone, just like lean into it. Like, don't be like. Don't be ashamed of just being like stupid. Like just, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> stupid. It's not stupid. like things are cliche for a reason. Yes. Like, and you know, just like, you know, it's weird. There's like a million more of me at school and you're just like, all right, we're all here. Like, 
So like, yes, but it's kind of nice. I mean, you like what you like. Exactly. I like what I like. Like, um, and like you get to law school and like, it's, you know, like, oh, you're like, oh, like everyone's kind of feeling like upset about Rogue. It's like, oh, cause everyone's all kind of just like in the same, not everyone's the same boat, but just like, like a lot of people are, yeah. and you know, like, it's funny. Cause like, to me, how I got to law school was so like weird, twisty, turny, which it still yeah. was like, there are like a lot of other wrinkles wrong, wrong way make it more funny. To me, it was like, oh, wow, that's wild. But like, if you zoom out, you're like, you grew up here, you like study government. Well, like, this is why when you said that you had zero, like, I know, you know, I was like, really, Anna? Because I can 100% picture you in law school. Like, right. And I, you think know, I've known people, you for a long time. I know people would tell me that, like, oh, you should do it. But like, I think that part of it is like a lot of people are like, don't go, don't go, don't go. Like, it, like it's just a cultural thing. Um, I think part of it's fear mongering. I do think that if you go straight from college without an idea of why you want to do it, it's a very bad idea. But I think the don't go like oversimplifies it, but it's definitely, like, I think it's well-meaning people. Like also the recession made employment really, really hard for a while. So I totally understand like that reasoning. So like, for me, I was just like, I right. want to my MPP. I want to do it like quick and dirty and just like get out and like, you know, not have to do. Right. Well, that's how I felt about grad school for, and I've mentioned this on here before, probably multiple times, but just like, going and having that debt without knowing why I, I want to be in that study, that particular thing, or get a higher education in that particular field before I've actually experienced the field or just have an idea of how, why this would benefit me, why it's worth it. And, um, it's a lot to consider. It is. And like, they they do, do, they do make some room in law school for you to like try out different aspects of law and learn which ones. But like, if you have zero idea, like it's really fun to like go in wanting one, change the other. But if you have like zero idea of what it entails, it can be very risky. I do think to a certain extent, like they want you to go, not go in blind, but like it is a big commitment. And like, it's not the same as like, you know, like student debt crisis with like colleges being like, you're 18 year old, they take out a bunch of money when you're, you're not 18 was not that bad but do you I think do- it like kind of benefited you to not have so much time to like consider the sacrifices that you're making and like <laughs> cons- like I'm not I'm not even yeah <laughs> I'm not uh, trying to like say like, that in like an okay. insulting way just you know I, if I'm gonna like him and haw over what sacrifices I'm gonna make and whether or not this is gonna be worth it sometimes that prevents me from actually just doing the thing and you just kind of just did the thing <laughs> I, I don't think I was gonna like undo my decision I, it didn't, I didn't have enough time to stress out about like the details of like, oh, should I be reading this? Like this pre-book that everyone recommends? Like I read one, Mm. but like, you know, I was like, I, I was like, I need to get clothes. Um, I need to like, like close my, like, like work HSA. I was like, I'm going to go. I have a a list of like, I made when they sent me the email being like, are you interested? I was like, oh, it's going to happen. I wrote a list of like things I need to do if this happens. And it was like, did you have an existential crisis about leaving? Like you have like a secure job where you're (laughs) doing work that you care about and you're, you've built something with them for three years. Like yeah I, I mean I was I knew I wanted to go back to school at some point so I knew it, it was just time. the right time it was the right time yeah I do know like yeah so like yes but also like I also I would not have done it if I was not in a financial position to like not like scare myself so I had like yeah. saved a ton of money like ton like living at home part of the pandemic like I have a really strict budget like I don't live large like I really miss like having a little more fun um but that's just like 
part and parcel of it. But in terms of not having time to freak out, I didn't have time to freak out. I will say my first semester, I was like so nervous all the time. Like talking to people, I was just like, oh my, I was like, oh my God. Like my brain was just so fried. And I really have this theory that like, I think the stress of it is academic stress is so much. Um, that's my thing about law school is like um, people, it's like middle school with like, with like hard textbooks and like alcohol. Like people make <laughs> Places like and people just like I think you revert to like your younger self and not in a good way. I think you yeah. can, like, you're not careful. So I was just like, okay, what am I wearing today? Like, what are you bring to lunch? And I was like, oh my god, like I'm not twelve. Like also, like are you like kind of like are people like gossiping to try to get like friends? You know? Yeah, yeah. and you're on camera above you, so be careful during break. Like, yeah, and you're just like, I was like, oh my god, I was like, I'm twenty at the time. I was like, I'm twenty five. I was like, like I'm an, I'm an adult. I'm, I'm good. And it's just, and you're just like, and like your brain just like, it doesn't have the emotional intelligence anymore. And like, yeah. you have to like get that back. Um, That's so, so interesting. Yeah. So, but so while I was at the first semester, I was just like, oh my God, I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I think some of that did come out in the first semester. I wish I'd had time to like process it, but I just like came in straight away and I was just like, what? I'm here. And like, I was just like, all right, like, I, I was super happy to be there. Like, I was like, yeah, did it. like, I did yeah. it. I pulled it off. I was like, I didn't see this one coming. So that was a big part of it. I was just really was so I was crazy. Like, wow. I was like, what else can I pull off? Um, yeah, what do you, what do you like, feel like you feel motivated by? Like, what motivates you? Oof. I was say revenge is a joke, but no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, just like, being like the best version of myself. And I felt like I was like, I really feel like I've stepped into my potential. And like, there are parts of law school that are really tedious, but there's also parts that like, I'm really good at. I'm like, oh, this sucks. But also like, I'm pretty good at it. So like, I'm like, oh, this is nice. And like, it's funny to see like, you know, mentors or like my parents be like, you know, this is terrible, but like you can, it kind of speaks naturally to your skill set. So I do think that like, I think I want to live a life like no stone unturned. And like, again, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But like, I was like, let's, this kind of seems like it could work. I wanted to like try it. And I do think that there's- It feels like a healthy motivator. Yeah. There's definitely been so many moments where you're just like, you kind of do get cut off in the competitive, like the rat race of it. But also Mm -hmm. I think it really helped having a strong identity out of it. Like I wasn't just a law student. I was like, I was like, I'm barely a law student. I'd like buy this much. I wasn't like planning it for like years. Well, that's how I feel about even like being in my job. You know, Yeah. I had a life before I even- thought about publishing you know or like ended up here I were Fiona before you were yeah like when I write my bio I mean that's like barely in it you know it's like there's a million other things that I just I literally just got um we had interns start yeah today yesterday yesterday and um they're company-wide so it's you know a lot of people and HR asked me if I wanted to be a mentor so yeah um I did say us. So I have four mentees. Four. <laughs> One of them called me Miss Winch today. And that really freaked me out. Okay, they, they'll do misses if you're not careful. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, like, I get it. Like they're, in, yeah. like they're like 21 probably. And, you know, I don't know. It still feels weird. Um, but anyway, I was writing to them at first and I was like, a little bit about me. Um, a million other things that have nothing to do with this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, I think also, um, like I, you know, growing up, we had the same, like, kind of like performing background. Like I loved it so much, but I never wanted to do it like beyond 
high school, like ever. Um, like it was that came from me, never came from any outside pressure. Like my sister's now, it's like, it was never like a parental thing. Yeah. Um, but I had different voice, Lisa, different voice teacher mm-hmm. who was like, if you can like have anything else in your life that you like as much or more than this, do that. Cause it's like, you'll still be happy, and but you'll be like more stable and secure. Yeah, I, but I hate that saying really interesting because I feel like it gives you tunnel vision if you like Mm -hmm. I mean at that time I feel like I was too young to really grasp what else I could do well you know because there's a lot of people telling you like oh you're good at this you know and I didn't necessarily have people in like my math class telling me (laughs) um but could just conceptually like I didn't I didn't I didn't know what was out there I knew I knew this thing I don't know a ton yeah. about anything else. I do. I do remember considering psychology um, was the other thing I was interested in. And then I took AP psych and I was like, oh my God, this is a lot of science. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I just found it gave me tunnel vision and kind of just like fed my ego in the wrong way of committing to something at such a young age mm-hmm. and then feeling bad about anything else later. Like I can't consider any, yeah. Like I can't consider anything else because this was the choice I made and, um, like we're here. I'm, I'm, I've committed to this. So I don't know. It didn't serve me, but I'm glad it served you. Yeah. I think at that point I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I like politics and policy. I've always, yeah, I guess like definitely if you're around a ton of people too, that do want to do it professionally. And then you kind of get that validation that you can do other things and that's okay. Yeah. I I it helps. I am like an oxymoron. I think I'm very like, I'm a very lazy, hard worker. So if I don't want to do something, I'm just like, no. So like when we had like older people, like people older than us, like doing college auditions, I'm just like, no, I was like, I like this with, for fun with my friends. I don't want to have like, I want to be able to mess up and be like, this is so much fun. And like when I did Legally Blonde, it was also almost didn't do that because I was like oh one else hard but like my mom was like it's I was like okay like this is such a good it's a fun yeah, such a fun yeah. show I mean when else are you gonna be in law school and be in Legally Blonde <laughs> literally that whole moment was such a full circle like 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 oh like my favorite song is like so much better and it's just like I got to like look family and friends and in, in, in the eye in the audience and be like remember when this was remember when like my name was on that list remember when I called you and I was like ah! I was like, this is cool, but like doing it, I was like, oh, this is so fun. But I was like, okay, I'm glad when this is over, I have like a big paper to do, but I don't have to like run to the next audition. And like, I was like, that's not yeah. for me. Like, that's too hard. So also I just, I like having the flexibility to like fail and not be like, oh, like my voice is broke. It's been broken since I was 18. Like, that's totally fine. It's just for fun. And also you'd be surprised at how many random like arts opportunities there are. Today I actually got an email about my larger work office. They have a chorus. I was like, why? <laughs> so, That's so like, funny. Yeah, I was like, can interns do that? Because you can like do this Star Spangled Banner at some like. That's annual. hilarious. Honestly. But I do, I, I mean, I do love that because it just, I think aside from this whole um, uh, conversation about how work life balance is changing now, um, I think it's cool that it's normal to have so many different hobbies and interests and just being able to do them in addition to like your professional career and life and some of my the best things in my life are laying on the floor and watching the bachelor like I'm just (laughs) like like, I'm just like 
sometimes I'm just nothing and it's the greatest. Like I love doing nothing. So yeah, it's just a yeah. mix of things. And it's nice that not one thing has to like be my, end, my be all end all. So yeah. I do. Well, that's, and that's what we were talking about, how this wasn't like a long-term goal. And like, that's how I feel too. And it's, it is more liberating because it, it adds to your life while also kind of clarifying the direction you want to go in, but it's not like you didn't put all of your stake, like stock in this. It's not like, yes everything that I've been working on and planning for is resting on this one thing that is so overwhelming. Yeah. It's like, it's like I chose it as opposed to like it being something that was always going to happen. Like and I, that I, you know, kind of decided years ago and I don't know, I think uh, in a lot of cases, cost. it's not, it's not cost. You're not just like, well, I've made it, I've done this much. I should keep going. Yeah. You're like, yeah, exactly. Actually, like yeah. you made that decision so long ago and then you have to like try to remind yourself why you made the decision in the first place and whether it's still the right decision. This is like, oh no, this is right for right now. And yeah. I, I know why I'm doing this. Yeah. And I was very privileged to have the ability like to make that pivot. Cause like yeah. a lot of people, it takes years to like figure out the LSAT or just like get towards that point. Like I worked my butt off to like, once I decided, but I was lucky to be like, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I didn't have to like, you know, completely start over from square. And your one. parents weren't like, you are crazy. I think, yes, they were very, they were, <laughs> <laughs> they're very supportive but they had like different reactions um I think that they're both like this works for that works well for me they can see it but they're both just like I mean I don't think they expect anything less of my like weird backwards way I was like I'm gonna exact I was like I'm gonna apply and I'm gonna take the LSAT I'm not gonna do this I was like I did that and they're like what so um yeah you even I, do, like I didn't even know that was possible it's so we it is, but it's usually not for the first time. So usually when people do, so people do take the LSAT to get off wait lists, but it's usually because they've already taken the LSAT and they want to get a better one. Right. I had never taken it before. I had applied with the GRE, which you can do, mm. but I learned it's not the same. It's not, it don't do it. Um, one of my closest friends in law school did it and it worked out for her. She didn't have to take the LSAT, but like <laughs> not for me. So um, I just went really like, I like, like there'd be a lot of points in law school. I'd be like, it's been X months since the, like, it has been two months since I got in and I've like had this already. It's been less than a year. And I'd like have my life completely like changed. Like I started like so fast. So it's, it's been so much like crazy stuff, like condensed in one period. And it's been like absolutely wild. And it's really like reaffirmed, like my belief in just like, just like the universe, but just like, I was going to say like anything's possible kind of anything's like literally anything's possible. And like, I think honestly, I think like truth is stranger than fiction. Like, you don't know what's coming around the corner. Like what? Like it, so it's super, it's super fun. And like, it's nice because like, you know, life isn't always easy, but then you're just like, sometimes you sneeze and it works. You're like, okay, like I'm going to go for this. So um, we'll see how it, I mean. <laughs> Everyone who like blood, sweat and tears their way to law school is like, damn you, Anna. <laughs> I did. I promise I did. I just did in a very condensed period. Yeah. No, I'm just um. And I didn't have good grades in, I had good grades in college, but like, like it's people have really, really good grades. Cause if you know, yeah. you, you know, you want to go, go to law school, you can do that from the beginning and pick classes. No, I, I should say that. Anna is like one of the most <laughs> intelligent people I know. Like this is why none of this surprises me. You are, I'm, I feel like you didn't gas yourself up enough. Like you are very intelligent, very hardworking, even though you say that you're a lazy hard worker. Like I know I that you, I try to be self-aware. You're very I... self-aware and you're <laughs> aware of the world around you. And I just, yeah, I, I feel like you didn't do that enough for yourself. Gas your, so well, I have to do it obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing things every day. We'll see how I like check back in with me. I mean, like I am, I will say I am very, it's a, it's a weird time in my life. Cause I'm very happy on the inside, like underneath, like the, like I'm a cake, the, the cake is happy. The icing is really, really stressed, but like, it's a weird feeling to be like internally, like very at peace, very content, very happy but on the outside, like the little thin layer of just like, like a gremlin. So I, mean, I think that is better than the alternative. Right? Oh, yes. I definitely agree. Yes. Better, yeah. better. So like, I'm aware of it and definitely like, a, you know, people like this is hard. There's just no way around it, but it's like, I'm happy. And I'm also just like, Ugh. so like, if I yeah. say I hate everything, I don't really mean it. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so happy that you're happy. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that I'm happy. You're happy. I'm happy. Um, before I let you go, three people, dead or alive, who would you want to have dinner with? Mm, Eleanor Roosevelt, um, dressed up as her as a child, like a wax museum, went to like a camp at her estate. That's a cool person. I'll send you, I'll see if you find a picture next time. Yeah, please do. Uh, (laughs) Um, you wait, you dressed up as her wax figure. No, it's like like a wax museum in fourth grade. Okay. 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 Figure. And then I was just like, this lady is cool, which she was. And then I just kind of like, was like, oh, like women can be this and not like. Did you know that Cardi B also loves Eleanor Roosevelt? No. I was watching her um, episode on the David Letterman uh, Netflix show. And she said that when she was a kid, she figured she like saw a book and it was like all this, the birthdays of presidents and first ladies and things. And she saw that she and Eleanor Roosevelt had the same birthday. And then she just like went into a deep dive obsession with her. And so she's a big fan. Um, Isn't that funny? So random. I think of like all dead people right now. Um, I know. Okay. Number two. Number two. Number two. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. There's three. Dead or alive. So Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm gonna say Obama because I think that would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Obama, he's alive. And who else? Oh, I know. I don't know who they are. I would pick like a great, 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 like 20 back grandmother from like who like probably died at like 30 in like mm-hmm. the middle of that'd like, be cool in Europe. Yeah. And be like, hi. And I would be like, what? Like she I, would be so scared. She would be scared. Do you ever think about those movies and your kids? Like, oh, someone, oh, Back to the Future, like that, but yeah. like more extreme. No, but I mean, yeah. I mean, you would probably seem like an alien to her, just how different the world is. Yeah, just to be like, okay, this is what the world is now. Here's what I'm like, and have her be like, okay, I'm gonna go back to like. She'd oh, be like, what life. are you wearing? Yeah, exactly. Well, also, I think humans aren't meant to know as much as we know now. We're not meant to have the whole world in like our yeah. phone, like. So she probably like what? How do you know? Like I don't know. So yeah, she probably thinks she was like dreaming. That's yeah. okay. It's not for her. It's for you. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. Cool. I like those answers. Um. Well, Anna, thank you so much <laughs> for doing this. I just really appreciate it. I know your time is super valuable. So, um, this means a lot. I can't time. bill yet, so it's it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that's terrifying. <laughs> Um, and thank you everyone for listening. This has been Fiona Winch with Anna Primish on Thoughtful Intentions.